Hey, it's Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. As always, you're invited to join us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. We're here live on this live Saturday night edition, 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms, and they are open and available to you over at discord.lrn.fm. And that's where you will sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with us. It sounds that good. So get on over there to discord.lrn.fm. Actually, my Discord has crashed. But if you give me a moment, I'll get it back online and we'll be able to put you on the air where you can talk about anything that you want. With you in the studio tonight, you've got Ian. The captain. And Mark. So it is Easter weekend. And, you know, historically, and I'm not a Christian, but I did grow up at a Presbyterian church, so I'm somewhat familiar with the Easter traditions. Easter Bunny going to come to your house. And whether or not, well, I don't know. It depends on whether the state he's in is in lockdown, I is guess. Is the Easter Bunny quarantined? <laughs> the Easter Bunny's going to heck of a heck of time getting to uh, CVS in order to get some uh, chocolate <laughs> eggs, I can tell you that much. Yeah, so, uh, of course, you know, we're in the midst of this. I grew up Methodist, by the way, and mm-hmm. um, according to uh, at least one Presbyterian preacher, that means uh, Baptist that can read. Is that a religion of meth? <laughs> <laughs> Methodist? So um, anyway, my what I was saying about uh, Easter, of course, traditionally, kids go out, they hunt for eggs. There's usually a field involved and, in, you know, wherever it is, the eggs have been hidden. And uh, it's a fun thing. Generally. That's apparently over. Yeah. That's not happening in most places. However, there are some churches who are going to uh, do a little civil disobedience. Rebellious churches. This weekend. Which I love. Churches have a long history of doing this. I mean, they mostly toe the line mm-hmm. and they mostly are statist organizations. Sadly, yeah. that whole part in Romans where Paul tells the uh, uh, supposedly Paul, I mean, you know, there's no real way to know who the, who the authors are of these books. Um, supposedly, tall, Paul tells the uh, the Christians that they should follow the rules. This is a guy, by the way, is killed uh, eventually by the Romans. Um, you know, so I. I don't know. I don't entirely understand um, as a Quaker, right? Like mm-hmm. this is a this is a protest religion that was uh, created in the 1650s to protest the Anglican Church's control over England, right? Which was created um, to protest the Catholic Church control over England. Um, so, are the Quakers doing anything to protest the coronavirus crackdown? I doubt very seriously they are. Yeah. L- Lutheranism is similar to that in that uh, Martin Luther and uh, Johann Bugenhagen uh, rebelled against the Catholic Church to right. establish Lutheranism. Yep, They're and there were lots to- of good reasons to rebel against the Catholic Church at that time. The, there the still problem, are. Yeah, their problem yeah. is <laughs> is that. <laughs> you know, basically, you need a good the, the church needs a good rebellion every every day, generation. Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, you know, I may not be a Christian, but I can certainly appreciate those pastors out there who are willing to put their own freedom on the line and stand up against the police state that we're seeing rise up. This authoritarian uh, police state. Now, it already was arguably a police state prior to this, but now it's more in your face uh, than it has ever been. And Tony Spell. According to The Sun in the UK, uh, the Tony Spells, the very same pastor who was arrested in Louisiana recently. Now, he's not the only one who's been arrested. There was a guy in the Tampa area who was also arrested for holding church services. But uh, Mr. Spell of the Life Tabernacle Church in Baton Rouge has refused to stop his services amid the coronavirus pandemic, despite the state's public health ban on gatherings of more than 10 people. Good. He has been arrested and charged with six misdemeanor counts of violating Governor John Bell Edwards' orders. Spell recently told TMZ, 
quote, they say everybody's going to get it. Then if everybody's going to get it, let's get on with life. The pastor. It's a good point, right? Like if, if everybody, I have some bad news for you people. Now, these two facts are unrelated. First fact, you are going to die. Fact, 100%, 100% chance. 100% chance. Fact two, you are going to get corona. Now, the likelihood Maybe you already of, had it. Yeah. Well, the possibility is There was exists, a lot of people sick uh, earlier this year. It's just as likely that there was some other illness that made a lot of people yeah. sick. I mean, that could be true, yeah. and it could be false, and we don't have an answer. And the fact that we don't have any tests makes uh, all this conjecture really mm-hmm. difficult. And I can see why people want to self-quarantine, and you should self-quarantine if you think self-quarantining is a good idea. But the idea that you should be able to force your neighbor to stay in their house or shut their business yeah. is pretty anti-American. Agreed. Now, um, on the other hand, if we're going to have a state, I think that the first and primary ro- uh, role of that state should be to stop world pandemics. Really? Yeah, I think they're the best I mean, Classically, equipped. life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness was what this American state was supposed to be Right, but that's not what states are about. Protecting those things. This, this American state is a, is a uh, rebellion against a, uh, a kingdom. Well, in theory it was. It's not so much now. Well, it's a rebellion against it. I mean, you know, they said You mean originally, own. not now. It's, it's not like, rebelling against anything now. Now it's leading the world in oppression. Um, I don't think it leads the world in oppression. I mean, there's a lot of worse places to live. I mean, it certainly oppresses a lot of the rest of the world. You'll you'll follow their rules or uh, or else. Mm-hmm. I mean, that much is true. But I don't know if yeah. uh, you know. They'll I don't know if the bombs net on you suffering. Or they'll, they'll punish you in some other way. I don't know if the net suffering of the United States is as bad it would as it would be if say Russia or China took over mm-hmm. uh, the world. Uh, you know, the ruler of the world. Mm-hmm. But the United States is certainly acting in the same way that all of the other major states on the globe are acting with quarantines and lockdowns. Yeah, it's and only a difference so in degrees yeah. in some places and, and, you know, difference in some of the states and how they're handling it. There's another story that Texas may be so-called opening up starting uh, next week, but there's if, no plan that's been announced quite yet, and there's a, there's going to be some sort of controlled plan involved. In that's that. that's exactly the thing. I actually read through that article, and I was enthused at the headline, and then yeah, as I read into the article, like, I was like, oh, oh so it's going to be this. Total control. Yeah. Just, and Oh, we're, lo- we're letting you out a little bit. Yeah, well, we're going to certify these businesses as ready to yeah. open, and then they're allowed to. It's this very controlled, archaic, and uh, I-, I just hate it. Yeah, so certainly the uh, the danger here is that um, we don't return to the level of freedom we had previously. I'd, I'd like to, oh, yeah. to bring the audience's attention big danger to that. prohibition. Prior to prohibition. Alcohol prohibition? Alcohol prohibition. Okay. Prior to prohibition, basically, you could distill liquor and brew beer and sell said items as freely as you wished. Yep. Then Prohibition came about, and right now, 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 what, nine decades later, nearly a century later, and maybe it is a century, I don't know, I mean, I'm like it's so far back, I don't know. It's a long time. Darn close to a century later, it is illegal for you to, in some places, distill Mm-hmm. But yep. um, very like it's quite possible to still in some places illegal to brew mm-hmm. alcohol, and it certainly is illegal for you to vend it. That's right, right. You, and in yeah. some cases, you can't even give it away. Yeah. So legally, they kind of look the other way in a lot of cases on that. This but. is a hundred years later. Yeah. A hundred years later. Now, what's it going to be like? At the end of this year, when we all are allowed out of our houses, yeah. out of our little mm-hmm. do- quarantine domiciles. You've, you've opened as many history, probably more history books than I have, I'm sure. And I know 
even in my limited study of history, that once a government takes away rights from a population, they never get them back. Right. The, 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 sure. the old Reagan quote is, is nothing is, uh, is, is eternal. I don't know exactly what it is, but basically nothing's as eternal as a temporary government, government program. program. Temporary government program, yeah. The pastor, uh, Mr. Spell in Louisiana, who also claims his services cure cancer and HIV, said no dictator law should keep people from worshiping God. But despite the law and outcry, he plans to host an Easter Sunday service expected to draw more than a thousand people, according to the news outlet on Palm Sunday, when Louisiana had at least 13,000 cases of the virus with 477 deaths. Spell again held services, telling worshipers that, quote, they had nothing to fear but fear itself. He told reporters, okay, well, nothing to fear but fear itself. I think you have something to fear besides fear itself, but I think that the most dangerous thing here is fear itself. Fear is definitely the killer. In this case, it is what is uh, allowing government goons across the world to take a tremendous amount of power that they had not had previously and have people beg them to do it. Yep. Uh, yep, they are. Because they're afraid. 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. Well, maybe uh, the bureaucrats in Louisiana are going to catch a clue from Kentucky, who apparently is going to be scoping out church services and recording license plates. We'll tell you about that coming up, too. This is Free Talk Live. You can join us on the air. It's Free Talk Live, and it is the live Saturday edition of the program. As always, you're invited to join us here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. It's 855-450-3733. Talking about uh, the crackdown against churchgoers. Uh, one of them in Louisiana is planning on, ha- uh, one church in Louisiana is planning on having a thousand-person attendee service tomorrow for easter sunday uh there are others i believe who are we saw the story recently about uh ammon bundy who made headlines a few years back for taking over the uh, oregon wildlife refuge which we covered in great detail when that was going down here on free talk live he's back in the news saying he also plans on holding a 1000 person strong event good on easter sunday i believe out in idaho uh perhaps so if you want to weigh in on any of these things, you're welcome to join us. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE, because I feel the same way as you do about this, uh, Captain Kickass. that this is good. This is good news. I don't believe the propaganda about this COVID-19 fear-mongering going I mean, on out well, there. Hold on. When you say the propaganda, that means you don't believe something. But what is it that you don't believe? I pretty much don't believe uh, the numbers from the government, number one. But even if you do look at the numbers... Uh, it doesn't seem to be even as bad as the flu, for instance. There's some right. It, it been, depends on how you parse the numbers. Um, interestingly, if you were to take the if you were to talk about the flu the way that we talk about COVID nineteen, which is to say, if you were to take the number of confirmed cases of influenza in 2019, or uh, I mean, basically, you can say on average 50,000 people die. Of, of influenza. I think it was like 30,000 last year. Right. It, it, it varies between like 20 and 70. Mm-hmm. Like uh, all of the media outlets the could, US. could do exactly what they're doing to coronavirus about the flu. They could go, oh, today in you know, sure Kentucky, three more cases. Yeah, five more, five people died. Look, here's and a heat like, map. You know, over sensationalize <laughs> the whole thing. I mean, they could do it with the flu just as, right. but, in the exact same way they're doing it. This is a really important fact, though, is in the case of the flu, is, is that it's tested. 
in, in so infrequently that there are fewer people that test positive for influenza than are counted as having died from it. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, if you catch the flu, if we count the numbers the same way with the flu as we do with corona, yeah. you need to die 1.3 times. <laughs> like That's it. Like, you know, like yeah. those are those are how the numbers go here. And it's kind of bizarre because some people who are dying of you know what the flu don't have influenza. And so is the flu something that isn't influenza? Because that's not how I yeah. think of it. I, I, to me, it's a it's a classic case of what do they say? Uh, somebody else uh, regurgitated it recently. And I was like, oh, yeah. Problem, reaction, solution. Mm-hmm. That's right? a Hegelian we're, dialect. Hegelian dialect. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, and, you know, here here comes the government reacting to a situation that causes a problem, i.e., the economy tanks, yep. and then and then swoops in to also act as the savior for the problem that they created, arguably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't believe that this thing is. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I know some people don't, don't even think it yeah. exists. I think something exists no, out it, there. There's it some totally kind of virus. exists. Um, people have it. I mean, Gene yeah. the Christian Anarchist is uh, in our chat room. He works in a doctor's office. People His are. wife is a doctor. Yep. And he's the manager there. So Coronaviruses aren't anything particularly new. No, they've been around for a long time. This is just a novel one that's supposedly a new one that's never been seen before. And uh, he says they've had five cases so far, and not a single one of them was serious in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so I think it's way overblown. The fear-mongering is crazy. And for whatever reason, the government goons of the world have picked this one, not H1N1 or bird flu or, you know, the other ones that had come in the last 20 years. But they picked this one to really swoop in and do an unprecedented level of uh, targeting of freedom. It's really interesting to me because we've seen this before, particularly in election years. Right. And that's what I thought this was at first. We've never seen this before. Right. That's what I thought this was at first, the way the media was reacting. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's an election year. They're going to blow this out of proportion and somebody's going to use it as their platform right. to get 27 more votes people are going to die right, and then, yeah. uh, in the U.S. and we don't care. Right. But right? then but then it's interesting to see the world reaction to it. Other states, not just the United States, right? Other governments around the world having similar reactions and, you know, doing the exact same thing with the fear mongering and the overhyping of this particular virus. And the only thing that I can think of is they're following suit in some way to the United States, even though it happened in other places first. And the only reason I can think that they're doing that is because, well, the United States is the world empire right now. I think that it's the reason is is because it started in China and China did the lockdown. So, you know, here you have a drug, excuse me, not a drug, a a, a disease that starts in an authoritarian state and Mm -hmm. one that doesn't like bad press, hates bad press. Now, I don't know if it's a bioweapon. I don't know if it came from people eating bats. I don't really care about those things. But the reaction was clearly lies. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, propaganda. Well, so, you know, lies yeah. and, um, you know, a lockdown and, and these sorts of things. Well, what do you got going on now? I I, I don't know that the United States is lying, but um, or, you know, the even these there's uh, almost a guarantee that the government goons are lying. Mark. It's a They're pretty government safe bet, people. generally. Uh, I, I've long since stopped giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But the question is, is how do they parse the numbers? So if mm-hmm. somebody uh, as dishonestly as possible, right, if somebody jumps out, falls out of a, uh, a 10 story balcony and has coronavirus, did they die of coronavirus? I bet you they would chalk that one up to coronavirus. <laughs> oh, I think they already have, as a matter of fact. And, um, you know, but on the other hand. Well, you certainly all, I was going to say, Captain Kickass, you brought in a story tonight about Italy's numbers. Somebody looked at them and said 99% of the people 99%. who died in Italy 
already had some sort of, you know, morbid or deadly yeah. malady. Diabetes, of some sort. heart yeah. disease, you know, something along yeah. those lines. So even the government's own numbers are being manipulated. And, you know, why would you any, anyway believe what they have to say? Mark, you were on a, you're coming up to a second point. I what was my here. second point? I, I don't have know, any idea what it. I don't know where we're at. Uh, but I'll tell you what Tony Spell said there in Louisiana. He said his church will be distributing anointed handkerchiefs to attendees no, to, provide, no, no. <laughs> to provide them with healing virtues. <laughs> here, I've anointed this handkerchief. <laughs> I anointed a handkerchief just earlier today. The virus. So, you know, maybe he's kooky. I mean, it sounds kind of like a kooky religion, but you know what? They should be free to have their kooky right. religion. And that's really the point that it comes down to, America, because this, this is, you know, Benjamin Franklin, and oh, well, we still teach our kids about this guy, like he was an important guy, you know, a republic if you can keep it. And, um, you know, precious liberty, so much better than uh, safety, which you're not going to get anyhow, or whatever the, the quotes are. I'm sure I could, somebody could drag them up here those if we would, wanted to. Something like those, those who would, would exchange their liberty for security will get neither. Basically. Right, basically get Summary neither. And, uh, you know, this is really, really important. One of the founding points of the nation is religious freedom look yeah it's there in the first amendment was the definition of having a religion or even uh, not having a religion is thinking that everybody else's religion is a bunch of kookery Mm -hmm. okay i mean you know that's it the the christians think the, the muslims and the muslims think the jews and they all think they're a bunch of kooks and that's fine Okay, and and I'm sitting off here thinking all that stuff's kooky too because it's not my religion but people need to be able to have their religions that's right. And if they can't have their religions, then you can't have yours. And this is part of the First Amendment. I mean, religious freedom, freedom of speech, uh, the freedom to assemble, these are all in the First Amendment. And we've seen religious freedom and the freedom to assemble be just trampled on Crushed. over the last uh, few weeks. Spell told WAFB, quote, the virus we believe is politically motivated. We hold our religious rights dear and we are going to assemble no matter what someone says. Nice. When asked about the possibility of one of his parishioners dying from coronavirus, he said, quote, the Bible teaches us to be absent from our bodies and be present with the Lord. So like any pure religious person, death looks to them like a welcome friend. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. You may join us here on the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. The next generation wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to send, earn, spend, and exchange digital money in seconds. Send money around the globe with only a swipe. Instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and Fiat right in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account. Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with crypto. Multi-tiered masternodes allow everyone to partake in the network. Visit DiviProject.org. DiviProject.org. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. We are here on this live Saturday edition of the program. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by Liberty Stickers. If you want to reach people with the ideas of liberty, you can do it from the back of your car LibertyStickers.com. Of course, not as many people are traveling today, but for those of you who are like me, you're still going out regularly. You could put them on the back of like a cop car or something. You can still, well, in theory, you could do that. Uh, I don't know how long it would last. Kind of be interesting to see how many days it stayed up there for if you could like track that same car. But you can reach a bunch of people with a bumper sticker, and you know people love to read them, so check out the vast selection of witty, poignant, pithy, and downright bombastic liberty-oriented messages that you can buy over at LibertyStickers.com. 
Or you can get a free sample of Liberty Stickers quality by getting a Free Talk Live bumper sticker from us. You go to promote.freetalklive.com. And there's a mailing address there. You send a self-addressed stamped envelope to that address. I will put a Free Talk Live bumper sticker in that envelope and send it back to you. And then you'll get a good idea of what Liberty Stickers quality is like because they make our stickers too. They do custom work. LibertyStickers.com. Phones are all of a sudden loaded up. We're going to go to your calls and thoughts. Just one more. I'm back. A couple more quotes. Of, uh, sure, buddy. Uh, <laughs> We've been having a great time without you. I produce uh, compelling radio content, though. Yeah, so do Captain Kickass and I. Um, but anyway, back to uh, one quote from Pastor Tony Spell in Louisiana. He says that true Christians do not mind dying. They live, or that rather, they fear living in fear. People that can prefer tyranny over freedom do not deserve freedom, he said, as he plans to host a 1,000-person Easter statement. Me too. Right. This guy's a a, hero. A real Christian is going to believe that uh, their principles, whatever those principles might be, are more important than living because they shall be rewarded with streets of gold and mansions and, Lord knows, crowns upon their head. Having grown up uh, in a religious family, I, some would say uber-religious family, I don't know how you quantify that, but at any rate, uh, bridging a couple different versions of Christianity, every time the question was asked about what does the religion say about government, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're supposed to follow you know, God and the Bible and all that kind of stuff, so why do you have to have this other set of rules? Uh, almost to a person, everybody that asked, reverends included, you know, deacons of churches and that, they all said some version of this, which is, oh, you're just supposed to follow whatever the government says. Yeah, that's a fairly common viewpoint among many religions these days. Um, I, it sounds to me like this pastor spell would not say that. Which seems contrary case. to the religions themselves. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I mean, Jesus went up against the government. Right. That's right. what I'm saying. I, but what I'm saying is like it, the fact that— You mean that, it's contrary to what they now believe, Well, a lot of these religions. I, I'm just saying that it's contrary to what they purport to believe. If if the religions are saying that you know you should you know be free to be religious and you should be able to, to you know do all these things and you know follow the word of God and use those as you know your laws and your ways for living that you shouldn't also have to follow a government's rules. You would think you would think that the religions would say no, our rules take precedence over any government that you might find yourself living under. But no, instead these people who are religious and say that you know we should have all these terms they also say oh you're just supposed to go along with whatever the government says that is the common viewpoint these days i'm just saying i don't know if it's always been that way maybe that's oh, I don't that's know. something that they say nowadays or I mean, in recent generations and they didn't maybe hundreds of years ago yeah i, I mean i guess probably before my time certainly like if you it were, was probably different if you were um what was the uh, crypto christians or whatever remember when the christians were like hiding and they were all secretive or whatever i'm sure they weren't necessarily agreeing that you should you know go along with what the government says and then right. of course there was those religions who wanted to escape from underneath the king and so on and so forth so let's go to your calls and thoughts we got John to start things out here tonight. John listening in Dover, Delaware, WDOV. John, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I just wanted to say that I was listening to a radio program the other night, and I heard a very knowledgeable woman on an interview uh, with George Norrie, and uh, she's actually a lifelong vaccination specialist, and mm-hmm. she's like, you know, anti-vaccination and all of that, of course. Well, she threw some real crazy statistics out there that 
you know, the hospitals at the current time, they're getting $15,000 every patient that's being diagnosed and held more than one day at the hospital from the state, of course, and 35000 every patient that gets put on a ventilator hmm. due to the supposed coronavirus. And I also heard that there's been a coronavirus for about, I don't know, 15, 20 years or so, and these tests aren't currently that accurate. And that, uh, you know, this thing's a huge sham as far as I'm concerned. And I know this lady knew what she was talking about. And you guys know what I'm talking about. This is nothing but a power grab, man. Totally. And it makes me sick. I it heard today that, uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was on our host group or in a keen telegram chat that we have here in the area, but I think it was Melanie, one of our other co-hosts. She says that apparently the federal government is handing out money hand over fist to state governments in re- return for the state governments having these crackdowns. So, it's gross. Well, I think that's because the federal the president isn't able to do that, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not actually he can't a, order it. He's not a power. Can. There is no martial law declared at this point. And I'm sorry the founders as uh, great a men as people might think they were, weren't prepared for a global pandemic in their their founding document. <laughs> You know, just you that's know it. That's right. <laughs> John, thanks for your call tonight, right, man. I appreciate hearing from you. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Let's talk to Thomas. He's in Daytona Beach listening to WNDB. Thomas, you're on Free Talk Live. Good evening. Hey. Uh, I have to agree with a lot of what John has just said. And, you know, the restriction on your freedom to assemble, such as at a church service or what have you, you know, I mean, that's just one of the many things that are being taken from us. But sure. nowadays, nowadays, you do something as simple as go to a convenience store, okay? They want to restrict what you can use to buy their beverage, i.e., your personal cup, your your uh, thermos, what have you. Hmm. But And they'll say, well, we can't do that anymore because that's store policy. That's corporate policy but then they'll charge you for like two of the refills that they would sell you under that policy right yeah i know like uh uh you know the big coffee shops right uh duncan starbucks stuff like that they used to all offer these hey buy this big cup from us for 10 bucks or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and then when you come in you can get refills for two bucks or something along those lines right you can't do that anymore And why is that? But the pro- because you can't but bring pro- your own cup anymore. Oh, because of the corona thing. Okay, right. I was not understanding uh, the relationship. Got it. But the perverse part about this is these same people that work in these stores will stand there and tell you, well, we have to take, we have to take extra measures to clean it because of the virus and clean the machinery so that everybody's safe or look out for your health. Well, if you were cleaning it before to sanitize it to industry standards, what possible measure could you be taking extra now that will make it any cleaner? Well, they could clean it more often. Yeah, you know, I, I did well, see. Okay, but 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 if you clean it, it's clean. Period. That's it. I did see locally at the liquor store where uh, you know they had people queued up outside. Mm-hmm. They would have one employee sort of managing the queue, uh, letting folks in, and then another employee wiping down the handles of the carts and handing a freshly sanitized cart to everybody who walked in. I, I don't trust well, them. I'm going to sanitize my own cart. Thanks. Right. <laughs> well, but not only that, not only that, these same stores that restrict your access to their product with your own container, you know, these are the same stores that will put hot dogs, taquitos, french fries, <laughs> whatever on a roller 
and expect you to buy them and go out and take them and happily snack on them. Well, I was told that the local Cumberland Farms, which is a convenience store here in the Keene area, uh, that they do not have food on the rollers at this time because well, of, some the, of them do. the paranoia some of them do. about this. And, some and of them do. Uh, so another thing to think about is, right is that those wearing gloves doesn't mean you can't transmit the virus. It just yeah. means that, um, you know, like if you switch the gloves out every single employee, okay, but you're producing a lot of trash. Mm-hmm. Um uh, you know, it's just like the virus can be on the gloves. They every employee or every customer. That's what I meant. Every customer. Right. Uh, yeah. And well, look, it's it's all for internet. show. And thank you, Thomas. I appreciate hearing from you. I mean, maybe there's some methods that have an effect. But for the most part, I think all these businesses, they're doing and it's fine. It's business. Right. They're doing what their customers, what they perceive their customers want. They perceive their customers to be frightened. And so they want to try to ease them yep. into, hey, you can still come shop here. It's OK. Look, we've got gloves. Yeah. Hey, we've got uh, marks, markings on the floor. We've got we're we're safe. We're cool. Right? It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. Free Talk Live. Inviting you to join us here. The toll free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms at discord.lrn.fm. You can go and join one of those rooms. We will get you on the air. In fact, somebody's in there right now. Uh, we'll get you on the air. You'll sound almost like you're sitting here in the studio with us. And that us includes me, Ian. And I want you to be free, and I am the captain. And it's Mark. Intercoins architecture enables programmable coins with a variety of applications. Merchants can add tags like books, food, or clothing to their products. And authorized users can see statistics on how money was spent. Experts can analyze the local economy. Donors and investors can have more confidence. Everyone in the community can have a real-time consumer price index to inform their democratic decision-making and address issues like rising prices or shrinking wages. Intercoin is attempting to regain some of our freedoms that are threatened on the internet and in meat space. We think that that's important here on Free Talk Live. So important that we accepted $40,000 worth of Intercoin tokens from Intercoin Incorporated for advertising. If you think freedom is important to check out Intercoin at intercoin.org. You can invest in this project and potentially make big gains or just be involved and perhaps shape its future. It's Intercoin. I-N-T-E-R-C-O-I-N, intercoin.org. We go back to your phone calls and thoughts. We were talking about uh, Pastor Tony Spell down in Louisiana, who is making headlines, and for good reason. Now, his religion may be absolutely crackpottery, but he should have the right to get together with his parishioners in his church or wherever it is they want to gather, as long as they you know, have a legal right to be there as far as it's your property. You should be able to have people come to your property. Uh, but he is going up against the state. In fact, they're apparently going to be suing as well, which is good news because he's already been arrested for holding church services. And despite the fact that they've arrested him at least once and charged him with six misdemeanors, uh, he's going to keep doing it. And that, to me, is an incredible level of courage. And uh, so kudos to him for that. If you want to comment on that or whatever's on your mind, you can do so. Let's go to the phones and talk to Bill in Georgia. Start things out here. Bill, you're on Free Talk Live. How are you doing today? Hey, you're on the air. Good. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you. Uh, just how serious are y'all about actually uh, getting treatment for the coronavirus? Getting treatments? Is that what you said? Yep. 
Uh, I'm not interested in any kind of treatment necessarily. I are you talking about like a vaccine? Uh, one of them uses a little bit of heparin, and the other one is a compound. Are you talking about like a cure? Do you mean we would get a, a, a treatment, or do you mean that the general public would get a treatment? It's a cure. A cure. Yeah, but it requires medical personnel. Oh, I, uh, if you want me to, if you want to uh, put me on a, a, a sideline and uh, let me give you some information before he goes out over the internet, uh, we can do that. So I, 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 I believe he has the cure to coronavirus, and he wishes to speak it on the radio. Okay, you're so you're asking us how we feel about taking a cure. Is that what your question is? No, do you really want the cure? Well, I don't have coronavirus, and if I had coronavirus, I'd probably just try to get through it on my own. I mean, if I get the flu, I'm just going to hunker down and have the flu and, you know, be okay There's a problem with the English language, all right, that many of us (laughs) use the third person, uh, the second person to refer to the third person, and what we need to do is we need to stop doing that. So... You, meaning everybody listening to me, should not use you to describe um, the, the people when you say sort of all of us or, or us or these sorts of things. Because my partner is extraordinarily literal. So if you ask him if he wants the cure to corona, he doesn't want it because he doesn't have corona. But I <laughs> okay. do want you to well, say the cure to corona right now. Go ahead. Just spit okay. it right out. There's two, there's two of them that I know of. Uh, first question is, how do you make a vaccine? You get a sample of the disease. Yep. You expose it to ultraviolet light to kill it. Then you put it in a medium that you can then inject into the body. Okay. Okay. I saw a, a, I saw a segment on TV the other day. This lady walked into her house, took her phone out of her purse, dropped it in a little box there on the table, and hit a button, and it was exposed to ultraviolet light. She took it out. Uh, it only takes about 10 seconds. It kills any bacterial or viral infection. Sweet. And so if I have, are it. you saying if I have black lights all over my house, then uh, that's just going to kill all kinds of bacteria? It's going to kill your really chances awesome. of nope. a rom- nope. romantic situation. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying if you have ultraviolet light at a frequency of 254 nanometers in wavelength. Ah, it has to be very specific that light. That will kill the ultraviolet gotcha. light. I mean, that will kill the virus. Right, they and use ultraviolet to purify water. Now, wait a minute. Just to be clear, right. you're saying it would kill exactly. the virus that was external, meaning if it was, like, on gloves or clothing or something. It. Yeah, because it's not going to kill the virus right. in your body. He's okay, got an enema coming is. up next. Okay, I'm waiting. <laughs> this is, there'll be a suppo- an ultraviolet suppository coming it's your way. It's a suppository. Good news, everyone. Good news. Okay. Um, what you can do is go to Wikipedia and do a search for UGI, which is ultraviolet germicidal irradiation. And the FDA requires uh, a lot of the foods that are going to be distributed to be uh with ultraviolet light to kill viral and bacterial infections before the foods are shipped. Mm-hmm. All right, so have we gotten to the second cure, or are we still on the first cure? Still on, still on the first cure. What's the second one? Uh, well, let me hit you with this other first. Uh, Dr. Knott, K-N-O-T-T, in 1929, patented 
a machine to actually do the ultraviolet light treatment. Now it is called ultraviolet blood irradiation. We got to get to the second cure, man. We don't have a whole lot of time for this. Okay. Second cure is intravenous vitamin C. Now, what happens to vitamin C says, if you just take yeah. it? I keep hearing that. So, you know, can you put well, a point on it? If you can, you can take vitamin C orally, and it boosts your immune system. But if you inject it intravenously, it multiplies the effect probably twenty to fifty times. So, one gram of vitamin C orally will help you for a few minutes. But if you take one gram intravenously. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to go out there and uh, recommend that anybody inject You're anything. You're not having to recommend it. He just said it on the radio. No, 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 and no, no, ladies no. and gentlemen, no. this is not the opinion okay, of Free listen. Talk Live nor this station. Yeah, thanks, Bill, for the call tonight. Okay. appreciate it. Toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. Well, Mark, was that worth the wait? For what? To, to get him to say it? You wanted him to tell his, his cures. Well, I think that, uh, you know, the fact is is that none of us know whether vitamin C or mm-hmm. ultraviolet light no, either does it. or does, whatever. IV I don't care. It. I'm not here to tell you how to do it. You go can go find back a and needle. You can get the archives at archives.freetalklive.com and you can listen to his prescription for curing coronavirus over and over uh-huh. and over again until, it, uh, until you're happy. Um, so that's his opinion and it's... So you're not going to go out and like rush out and find a needle and I don't have Corona. (laughs) (laughs) Although people do put limes in their Corona, so (laughs) perhaps there's something to his theory. Yeah, that just sounds really dangerous. I just want to say I just I just want to make sure it sounds like it's that I'm clear on this. That sounds really dangerous. Uh, Intravenous vitamin C intravenous shooting anything sounds dangerous to me. Just mix it with your heroin and you'll be okay. Let's continue here. Uh, we got Bill. He's in Bowling Green, Kentucky, listening to WKCT. Hello, Bill. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's I up, love everybody? your show. Thanks. I love your show. Thank you, Bill. Um, first off, I've done a lot of research on vitamin C, and mm-hmm. that guy's right. Okay, vitamin C is absolutely a cure-all for almost everything. But, but is he right about IVing about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my dad uh, takes it all the time. He's a He's got cancer, and and yes, they they wow. give him intravenous vitamin C. It's it's incredible. Does what he it do does it himself? Does he like tie off his arm and then shoot up himself, or does he go to like a professional to do? No, that? no, he goes to the doctor, and, okay. and they do it at the doctor's office. Yeah, I was going to say but it anyway, sounds pretty dangerous to do alone. Oh yeah, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But but reason I called is that I am a certified enterprise architect. Okay, what now, the hell is that? You know what that? No, I don't. Well, there you go. Okay, Enterprise Architect is for the big, big companies. I'm talking billion, billion dollar companies. And what these, what it does is, is it's change management. Okay, so it's when you have, uh, say, you're going to roll out a different system, and you have fifty thousand people, it's going to affect. Yeah, you have to roll it out in a way. That, that is not too traumatic. Doesn't just blow the company build. apart. Yeah, right. sure. Right. Right. Hold that thought, well, Bill. I'm, I'm not sure where you're going with this. But we'll uh, we'll bring it back. We'll bring it back here in moments. Uh, just hang through the news with us. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. The Easter Sunday church service crackdown. We'll tell you what Kentucky's going to do and how they're going to target people at church tomorrow. Remember when you first heard about Bitcoin? How long did it take you to realize this little project would soon change the world? Do you kind of wish you had gotten involved sooner? Well, now is your chance to be part of the next revolution in money. 
Intercoin is working to finally make crypto go mainstream. It's designed to be scalable enough to support everyday payments and even elections without the state. Bitcoin was originally supposed to be a peer-to-peer cash system, the way we would all pay one another without having to trust any third party. But instead, over time, it mostly became a store of value. That's because every 10 minutes, the Bitcoin network must put all transactions into a block. And that block can only hold so much. If crypto is to become mainstream, for everyone to use it in everyday payments, we need a new architecture. One that's as secure as Bitcoin while being far more scalable. Check out intercoin.org to find out more and maybe pick up some of those coins for yourself. It is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever is on your mind. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733. And uh, we are here live on this Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Tonight, it's Ian. And the madman on the microphone, the doctor, the reverend, the captain. I am Captain Kickass, and I want you to be free. I didn't know how to follow that up. You Mark. Say Mark. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been talking about, uh, speaking of reverends, the uh, heroic pastor in Louisiana who is, despite having already been arrested and charged with six misdemeanors for violating the governor's order, governor. uh, that he's now going to be having an Easter service tomorrow and is expecting as many as a thousand attendees. I wonder if they have the uh, the cascading misdemeanor uh, I don't know if they're laws or process where, like, if you get X amount of misdemeanors, then they Free can... strikes. Yeah, they then they can prosecute you as if you were a felon or something like that. I don't know. Louisiana, if there's anything bad about the criminal system, it's They've likely, it. it's likely yeah. in Louisiana. It's yeah. got to be the worst place in America to be accused of a crime. Which is what makes him extra heroic, because like they're coming after him, and they've got it out for him. And he's... They don't even have English common law there. I mean, like they, they got Napoleonic law, which is a little more bizarre. They uh, Anyway, we, we can talk to you more about that. Of course, your calls and thoughts are also welcome. But what is the state government goons in Kentucky going to do, according to a story at the Federalist? Dot com. Uh, the governor there has ordered state surveillance of any in-person church services conducted over Easter weekend. We'll tell you what that state surveillance is mm-hmm. going to entail, but let's go back to Bill. He's in Bowling Green listening uh, there to WKCT. Bill, you were telling us what an enterprise architect is, and you barely had time to get a few words out before we had to run into the news there. But what 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 exactly is it now? Okay, it's it's change management in large corporations and you know so that when you roll out something different it affects 50,000 people or so employees that it doesn't blow the whole company up because it's different you know right i'm, so I'm familiar with incremental changes to certain things you anticipate how it's going to affect who are the stakeholders who are the people who are going to use it blah 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 okay Here's the big deal. They also have what is called a federal enterprise architecture, which means the government has a plan. They have a contingency plan for the contingencies of that contingency. There is a thousand branches off of every possible reaction to something that happens, and they have a contingency for that. I guarantee you whatever the plan is, they will achieve their goal, 
and here's what I believe their goal is. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I believe that we're going to a number one, a cashless society. Okay. The no number one number one way to spread a disease like this is using cash. Okay, so they're going to push cryptocurrency, but they're really going to press and push for, you know, just use your debit card, use a credit yeah. card, no cash. That way they can tell when the guy who mowed your yard, you paid him $7, you know. Right. They'll know details down to that. Well, and this is something that people have been predicting for decades. I mean, the idea that uh, cash it makes is, a lot of sense. I mean, cash is going to go away. I, I right yeah, now, I'm you, I'm going on the air and I'm saying, don't shake hands. And I agree, I don't want to touch money for the that's been in the drawer from the cashier. I, I, I totally agree, but you, but that's but that's just the tip of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen to reopen the economy as this progresses? Because they're going to release another virus, and then another one, and another one, and it's going to get to where it's crippling everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's when they get to chip us all, because that's the only way we don't have to touch. Well, that's, that's something the else they're talking they about. They're already they're already rolling out the uh, the feelers with these ideas, like, well, you know, we could put a chip in people, or you know, give you a tattoo to let everybody know that you've had the the got, virus and you're you know you've got the antibodies. So you're yeah, safe to Bill, shop. They got Bill Gates talking about stuff like that. They'll have a way to tell what your temperature is before you walk into the restaurant. And that is, and that's how they're going to roll that out. Now, I don't and know if the government has, or the United States government, the Chinese government, or any government in particular has released the coronavirus or mm. any other virus that may come before. Certainly, we know that they have uh, infected people with diseases in the past because they've admitted it. Yeah. But fine, um, you know, as the case may be, we don't know exactly what they're doing. But we do know this: that if this is, you know, this isn't even a global pandemic. This is a right. test for the global pandemic. This is what you should know about. Like you're getting some idea of what global pandemics might be like. Uh, you know, take a look. You know, get a chance to take a look at it and really examine it. This is a, what a global pandemic could be like because this isn't killing. You know, the, compared to the 1980 18 uh, influenza, this is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not I a agree. pandemic unless yeah. you know it's happening everywhere. Right. And it's prolific. And uh, but that doesn't stop the, ma- the mainstream only, media from calling it that over and over and over. Again. The only pandemic here is statism. No doubt about it. Bill, thanks for your call tonight, man. I appreciate you bringing that up. And uh, certainly people have been predicting the, that cash will be ended for decades. It hasn't ever come to true fruition. Uh, we've sort of followed some of those stories over the years where a couple of years back, Visa was trying to encourage business owners to go ca- go cash free and only yeah. take uh, card and electronic payments. And it just didn't really seem to take off because, you know, people still want to use an anonymous form of currency and, and cash, even though it is government issued. Is, yeah. is still an anonymous way uh, to transact business. Now, he mentioned cryptocurrency. The government is not going to be pushing cryptocurrency. They that's may very well. Co- hold on. Isn't the government, isn't the Fed coming up with its own uh, cryptocurrency? That's not a cryptocurrency. Uh, digital currency, Jeez. yes. Uh, okay, they already have a digital currency. They're going to call it a cryptocurrency. No, and the vast majority of people, well, yes. the mainstream media You're may. Right. They're going to pervert the It's word. going to be called the digital dollar is what it's, right. what's likely yeah. going there to be. There is a digital dollar. And they'll, well, this will be different. This will be add the Fed some features to, fa- add some features to it. Yeah. And that it'll be, you know, crypto 
crypto-y enough that we, you know, for the people who want to call it cryptocurrency, they will and they won't. Mm-hmm. And then, the, you know, the us on the sidelines are like, this isn't a real cryptocurrency. Yeah, right. But it will have crypto cryptography involved in it. So it will be a cryptocurrency in, in that, but it won't be this. It won't have the blockchain. Mm-hmm. which is a different word than crypto. And because the Fed isn't going to lo- get rid of the ability to create money um, like it just did, $4 trillion to deal with this situation. Money so machine goes... Well, right. there apparently was in the $2.3 trillion bailout package, at one point there was some uh, details in there about going to a digital dollar, but that was stripped from that particular legislation. It's because they're not ready to roll it out. Yeah. They'll, they'll look like Venezuela trying to roll out their digital dollar. They can't do it right now. Yeah. But, um, you know, the next pandemic comes along. Maybe that's how they're going to say it came from the money. And then off it goes. Mm-hmm. It. I, I don't disagree with the gentleman that the, at this point, it's difficult to get people to let go of cash. All across the globe, and but the best way to scare do it, them into it. Well, right now, right. take a look. Yeah, are, are people scared into giving up handshakes? Are people scared into giving up their bar night? Are people scared into uh, going out for pizza? Yeah, you're darn right, they are. So yes, they can be scared into giving up yeah. money. Getting back to the caller, though, uh, his description. Uh, you can actually see an example of what he was talking about, where you know people can tell that oh you have a headache before you even know that you have a headache and mm-hmm. things of that nature. There is, and I know a lot of people are at home are you know maybe you're furloughed or you know you're out of a job and you've got a lot of downtime. You're watching Netflix or whatever. Uh, I implore you to watch Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams. Mm-hmm. This is a series very similar to like a Black Mirror type of a anthology is this series. A newer series. Uh, it's relatively new, mm-hmm. three four years ago. Yeah. Uh, Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams, particularly one episode called KAO, that stands for Kill All Others. Mm. And this is a, disturbing. A, a really good story about a guy who you know, is propagandized all of his life to think that people called others are bad and evil, and then how the government turns him into an other. other. Yes, mm. uh, but it, it involves all of the technology that the previous caller just described where you know you've got a chip uh, they can tell your health from remotely they can follow you wherever you go digitally all that kind of thing they even have a government system in which they elect the candidate oh by the way speaking of uh, elections wisconsin was in the news recently i think it was wisconsin or was it minnesota well anyway one of those two yeah, states okay. were in the news because oh, they yeah. had an election within the last couple of weeks and the, like a primary or something okay. like that. Right. And the government basically made it very difficult for people to go and vote. Oh, yeah. Didn't uh, they like uh, only absentee ballots or something? No. Uh, well, I can talk more. I can find okay. a story about right. it here. But 855 450 free. Some people are saying it's like the end of democracy. What happened there? Oh, yeah. Uh, don't you know there? Hey. 855 450 free like freedom. This is Free Talk Live. Talk live. You dial in toll free here. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want to discuss. The live Saturday edition of the program. Our number is eight fifty five four fifty free like freedom. That's eight five five four five zero three seven three three. We have the Discord call in line rooms at discord.lrn.fm. Here tonight, it's Ian, Captain Kickass, and Mark. Uh, so you can bring up anything that you want. We're going to go back to your phone calls and thoughts, but I also want to make sure you know about AnyPay. If you want more businesses accepting Bitcoin Cash and Dash, 
With AnyPay, you can now earn passive income for every purchase made at those businesses, which is an awesome incentive to spread cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin Cash and Dash. You make it happen, so you receive the rewards. You can download the AnyPay Cash Register app and add your cryptocurrency wallet addresses to it, then install it at a real-life business and tell them you did it at AnyPayInc.com. AnyPayInc.com. As we go back to your phone calls and thoughts, let's talk to uh, Jerome on the line in South Carolina, listening Mm. to WTMA in Charleston. Hello, Jerome. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say, you know, I thank God every day that Trump's a Republican. Because now we can see all the rumors that we heard about him. What a businessman, what a disastrous businessman he Because is. he was a it's Democrat, remember? Huh? Remember when he was a Democrat? Petra Charms does. No, he was never a Democrat. No. I'm pretty sure he was, no. actually. There's some great pictures no. with uh, Bill Clinton and uh, Hillary Rodden Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. And how does he talk about them now? Not well. Okay. What the hell are you well, it's not a Trump? surprise that a politician would stab you know his former friends in the back. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go with the lying part. Hey, do talk show hosts lie? Oh yeah, of course they do. People lie. Okay. We we have an agreement. But hey, what did Hillary Clinton say about him? When someone reveals to you who they are, believe them. The man lost a billion dollars of his own money. He closed down casinos. He tried to start a football league that went belly up. How Wait, what was his football league? Was he in the XFL? The X- no, the USFL. The, oh, the USFL. The Arena Football League. Right? Gotcha. It was like back in what, what, the U- 90s? USF- was the USFL Arena? I think that was the thing before Arena. Oh, I'm thinking of the AFL and the I the IFL, the Indoor Football League. was the <laughs> yeah. sub-league. There's a few that. of them out there. I-U-S whatever, okay? Hey, they called it the USFL, and he was the owner of the New Jersey Generals, okay? And it went belly up along with the casinos. How do you lose a billion dollars of your own money, man? How do you do that? Well, you You probably didn't earn it in the first place. Wasn't he like the son of a rich man or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Hey, I got a a better story for you. I got another good story for you. Okay, let's hear it. You know this guy? There's this guy named Peter Navarro that worked for him. No. He's some kind of advisor or something or labor or some kind of advisor to him that shows up at these press conferences a couple of times. You know, I found out Peter Navarro has a PhD. And guess where he got it from? Trump University. <laughs> well, it's not call. like he goes by Dr. Peter <laughs> Navarro. Does it really matter? Appreciate hearing from you, Jerome. Thank you. Uh, I, toll free numbers 855-450-FREE. Every time this guy calls, I just I want previous Leon to introduce him. You know, previously on this episode of Trump. We continue here. Let's talk to Graham. He's in Pennsylvania. Graham, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, hi. Um, about the coronavirus and uh, the government doing quarantining and shutting down non-essential businesses. Yes, sir. Um, in Pennsylvania, they closed all the bars to prevent uh, the spread of the coronavirus, but they let uh, pizzerias that deliver... Um, are considered to be essential businesses, and they're allowed to deliver pizza. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is common uh, across the entire United States right now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, But I'm just saying that, um, you know, the worry is is that if people go to a bar, they could catch or spread coronavirus there. But um, 
I was just thinking maybe couldn't you also do the same thing at a pizzeria if the driver gets sick and it's spreads sure. to all his customers? Yeah, sure. there's a double standard at play for certain. Your point is well taken. Well, just to be clear, they uh, at least here in New Hampshire, bars are still allowed to serve. Uh, they can deliver, for instance. They're just not allowed to serve in the bar. So they can still serve you by sending the beers to you in a you know somebody's car or yeah. whatever. Or you can stop in and take out. You can still take out uh, from most bars. And I th- I'm pretty sure that— Well, most of them are doing curbside or call ahead. and If they're you know, still open. Kind of I mean, not all of them are, open, are right? open. But so that's kind of a thing, and it's uh, the claim well, is it's keeping people out is the claim that that's going to increase the safety. But you're right. I don't know what that really is the point. I mean, if if we all sat at tables, it's not like I'm French kissing everybody at the pizza place. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't really particularly make a difference. Well, they don't at least want you not sitting anymore. At, they don't want you sitting at tables. <laughs> they don't want you sitting within six feet of somebody else. And they but just the, figure if you allow like people to the six feet thing only matters if you're six feet face to face. Right, like so. If you take the two uh, dials and you turn them in different directions, and I'm talking while yeah. spitting, um, you know, f- uh, in a different direction well, look, than you're it's looking, stupid, it doesn't matter. And it doesn't allow people to make decisions for themselves. That's what the problem is. It doesn't allow well, business owners who want to take a risk or allow their customers to take a risk to operate. Well, the purpose of it is is to change habits, right? Mm-hmm. And so maybe mm-hmm. it's an opportunity to change habits. If like if they just did it for two weeks and then everybody goes back out into the world, like I could see the point. I don't trust them. I don't, like it's it's like asking the government to do the right thing. <laughs> It'll look like the right thing, but you know if if you were just trying to manage these beasts called um, you know human beings, then it might be a good idea to quarantine for two or three weeks and then go ahead and let everybody back out and tell them, hey, no yeah. more handshaking, no more French kissing, nobody you don't know, uh, no more if of this and no more of that. you believe that this, is, this thing is actually dangerous and a problem, and I don't buy it. Uh, Graham, any other uh, comments you want to share? Uh, yeah, no, that was basically it. I mean, because, like, just think about what if the driver is has the coronavirus or whatever virus and he spreads it to like a dozen other customers. What about the chef? What about the guy who made the pizza? Yeah. You know, thanks for the call, yeah, man. Yeah. I appreciate hearing from you. Uh, the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. And, and the people who are really afraid and those who might be susceptible to, you know, a lung disease or whatever, they're probably thinking about this and they're probably not ordering takeout. They're probably just making their own food at home and quarantining themselves away as they should be free to do if that's what you want to do. The difficulty is is that I don't think we're going to live in a world without uh, something like COVID-19. So it's, the possibility exists. Well, certainly it's true that uh, coronaviruses have existed for some time, um, yes. as influenza has existed for some time. We saw in 1918 the influenza virus. Uh, you know, there was a particularly virulent and terrible strain that uh, you know killed a bunch of people. Well, maybe this COVID, and by the way, disappeared without any basic treatment. Mm-hmm. I really, noth- nothing, no- nothing anybody did fixed it. Uh, basic, it came, it became summer, and oh, well, you don't have the flu anymore, right. and that was it. And then it morphed into a less dangerous strain maybe that will happen with COVID-19 right. and we, we saw know. SARS SARS is a version of a coronavirus it, yeah it's a different so, one and it wasn't know. nearly as uh, uh, apparently as deadly we don't know yeah. what the numbers are either because we're getting fed all kinds of different numbers the toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE speaking of numbers 855-450-3733 those are the numbers you will need to call us on the radio although right now our phones are loaded up so if you're getting a busy signal Better still to get on our Discord server where we do have some open lines. And you can join our Discord over at discord.lrn.fm. Grab the Discord apps, create an, uh, the Discord app, create an account. Although there are more than one app, you could do it on your phone, you could do it on your laptop. There's- do you want more businesses accepting Bitcoin Cash and Dash? 
Now with AnyPay, you earn passive income for every purchase at those businesses. Finally, a financial incentive to spread Bitcoin Cash and Dash. You made it happen, so you receive the rewards. Download the AnyPay Cash Register app and add your cryptocurrency wallet addresses. Then install it at a real-life business and tell us what you did at AnyPayInc.com. AnyPayInc.com. It is Free Talk Live. We're here on the live Saturday edition. The phones are open for you. Well, they would be, but the phones are actually full, so you have to be patient if you're trying to call in. Uh, A lot of people want to participate tonight. Guess what? People have strong feelings about this whole COVID-19 situation, whether you buy the propaganda or you are a critic or you're a skeptic. Uh, Its effect on freedom is disturbing, and and I, I hate it. And I think Americans are about tired of their little uh, vacation from real life. Oh, you think? I think many of most of them are. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. I I think people aren't done clamoring for more of it. Oh, I think that there are people out there, but there's you know there's the hardcore Democrats that are like anything that's bad right now is bad for Trump, and for God's sakes, we need the demented lunatic in instead of the other right. demented lunatic. Uh, we need our favorite pervert and not their pervert in. So my mm-hmm. God, everybody's got to stay in because it's terrifying, and Trump did it. And there's the, uh, you know, there, there's the introverts who are like, finally, y'all are living in my world. <laughs> right? I don't know, man. We saw <laughs> there was a study that we talked about last week with 3,000 respondents where over 70% of the respondents wanted to see, like, free speech taken away, uh, basically. They wanted, a, like, yeah. 8 out of 10 wanted to see a crackdown Sickening. on religious freedom. So people are clamoring for uh, for more restrictions. Well, maybe that's the case. I, I mean, I... I but this is just me sticking my finger yeah. in the wind and seeing what I say. But the well, people I'm talking to are about sick of this. Are they from New Hampshire or are they outside of, of well, New, New Hampshire? Well, New Hampshire, Florida. The, mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Good, I well, mean, I'm glad to hear that. There, there are know. people that are sick of it, but I don't see enough people rebelling. What are right? they going to do? Yeah. I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we get to cover stories like this church. Uh, this guy in Louisiana right. and, you know, with a thousand people expected to show up to a service tomorrow. Also, Ammon Bundy having something similar up in Idaho. So there's some bright spots, you know, there's some little. Yeah. But the, not nearly. And I would expect in a place called the land of the free. <laughs> right. For there to be a whole lot more than there is. And it's, it's I'm sad. severely disappointed that there isn't more. I'm with you. Let's go to Mike. He's listening in Gold Bar, Washington, KBKW. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, you guys. Hey. I hope that the aluminum trailer is not going to mess up my service like I did a couple days ago. But um, okay so far. is that Go the ahead. captain I hear? It is, Mike. How you doing? Did I hear the... I'm doing great. I was in Seattle Wednesday and this is, or uh, uh, Thursday. This is amazing. I saw like I drove the double decker from Everett. I saw like 20 people in Seattle. It was almost <laughs> scary with no. It was really weird, like the Matrix where they show what our world really looks like. But anyway, that's not what I called about. Nice. I just thought you might like to know that. Huh. I'm um, surprised they let so you I in. I used to haul. Yeah. I, I, uh, it was, oh, well, I got screened. And you know what screening? So screening and testing, so people don't, if people don't know, screening is asking you if you have diarrhea and then letting you in the door with 500 people at the hospital. <laughs> yeah, well, that not was testing, kind of what happened when I, was in, when I was in Guam. They pulled us off the plane. Um, to run, do medical checks, they had asked a series of questions. One of those questions is, right. have you been in the hospital in the last 14 days? 
Um, right. And my answer to that question right. was exactly. was yes, and they did nothing about it. Like mm-hmm. it's like okay, we have right. now collected your paper. You may go on to the next series of screen. Wow. But they didn't ask me anything, and of course, I it wasn't in their hospital for anything that might have been corona related. It was a little, um, perhaps a little poke in my hand. So, Mike, what else? Right. So what I what I was going to tell you was years ago I hauled Asian commodities from San Fran. I went from Everett, Washington, San Francisco, and back nonstop all day, all night for three days, dropping this off. So the Chinese buy a lot of meat from the United States, and sometimes they get the best meat, and sometimes they get it before we get it. Now I heard two days ago, late night, or maybe it was even last night, there's a new bird flu with turkeys in Louisiana that they haven't, they can't even figure it out, but it's like the worst they've ever had. Mm. Now, just now, I don't want to imply that I do not believe and trust my government because I believe everything I'm told. But (laughs) if we're shipping turkeys, chickens and beef to China and a lot of Chinese people, even though they live there, they celebrate and eat the food like on the holidays that we eat, like turkey in November. Mm -hmm. What if that bird flu turkeys were sent to China in October to make sure they were there for no mem. In other words, maybe the virus actually started in Louisiana where the turkeys came from, mm. because they're never going to tell us that they shipped turkeys to China in October. And now we're finding out that there's a terrible turkey bird flu in Louisiana. I don't think it necessarily started. I just wonder if it really started in China at all. Thank you, Mike, for your call tonight. I appreciate there hearing you from go. you. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. We go to Bedford. Wild conjecture talk live. Anything's welcome here. <laughs> Doug is in Bedford, Virginia, listening to WLNI-FM. Go ahead, Doug. You guys are doing a great job. But one thing I don't understand is why aren't they not talking about anybody talking about James LeBeer? Who's that? James LeBeer. James LeBeer. I'm, I'm really blown away with that. But James LeBeer was a Harvard professor, the head Harvard professor. That was the chemist and uh, biological uh, chemical warfare. He was just arrested in Wuhan, China, where that he was the one that developed the uh, coronavirus. Wait, so ch- the Chinese it. government is accusing him of having developed this? He was he was paid by the Chinese government. I can't believe you. Look it up. Look it up, please. Look it up. Uh, explain this to your listeners because of some reason he was a, he was he's arrested with two Chinese spy students. That was actually in the Liberated Army, that was uh, the Chinese Army that was working with him, that developed that. And both of those two people was caught coming back into the United States with over 20 vials of Now, when uh, was this? When did this happen? This uh, this has been six weeks ago. How do you spell his last name? How do you spell LeBeer? L-I-E-B-E-R. He's a head professor at Harvard. That's a left-wing liberal, like, come from hell. He, He is head... So much ridicule because of some reason of all the damnation that he's done with the with the other professors and all that yeah. they wasn't left wing enough. I vaguely remember somebody getting arrested with vials of DNA or something along those lines. Is that tied into this? There was coronavirus. They had twenty vials of coronavirus. Thank you, Doug, for your call tonight. Appreciate it. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. January 29th, story from uh, the Harvard Crimson Chemistry Department Chair Charles Lieber has been placed on an indefinite paid leave after being charged in federal court with failing to disclose funding from the Chinese government. I think we have heard about this story uh, in the past. 
So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this one, Mark. I, I don't know where this thing came from. I don't know if it was a government uh, it thing. It might or... be the booby prize, too. Does it really matter yeah. to our lives where no. it came from? to me it doesn't. I mean, you know, do, do, ladies and gentlemen, let me ask you a couple of questions. Do you trust the Chinese government? No. Do you trust the American government? I no. don't, but it seems like a lot of people do, sadly. If you do, understand the reason you do, especially right now, is because you are scared and you're rushing off to the only place to mommy government essentially this is this is an old tactic it's been done a long time mm-hmm. um, you, you got to identify the enemy and go after it well i got news for you the state will lie to you it doesn't matter which one it is now that doesn't mean it's lying right now it doesn't mean it's lying every time in fact good lies contain a great deal of the truth it just twists it a little bit so if you if you don't believe your government's lying to you in some manner mm-hmm. You're a fool. You're a sucker. Okay. I'm just disappointed that the guy he's the caller was talking about, I thought he said Le Beer, as in like French for the beer. And yeah. I'm like, I would have remembered that name just because I'm a beer aficionado. <laughs> Let's continue. We have Tim in St. Joe, Michigan, listening, I believe, to WSJM. Go ahead, Tim. Yep, you're right. How are you guys doing tonight? Welcome, sir. You're on the air. Good. Jim. So I just wanted to rant a little bit because yeah, um, our governor, oh, Miss uh, Whitmer there, um, just extended the uh, stay-in-place order till April 30th for all of Michiganders. Yeah, um, not only that, yeah. but she's also, and maybe you were going to get to this, she's also prohibiting people from buying uh, garden center-related stuff. You cannot buy seeds now, apparently, in Michigan. What is up with that? Yeah, you can't buy plants. No, there's two things, actually, I was going to get to. Um, you can't buy seeds, but yet you can buy marijuana. You can't buy paint, but you can buy spray paint. Can you buy marijuana seeds? I don't know. know. Okay. Um, You can go row a boat. You can go row a canoe, but you cannot have a motorized boat out on the lake. (laughs) Um, I'm an essential worker. I'm in the healthcare field. Mm -hmm. I completely understand the fears and all that. I deliver oxygen every day. To me, this is nothing but a fear-mongering tactic by our political wonderment, that you want to call them, to care everybody yeah it absolutely I is stand by tim i'll uh, we can uh, bring back more of your thoughts here in just a moment because we actually covered this michigan governor's uh, latest crackdown last night on for your talk live oh because uh, nobody was on with me and he's from michigan originally right, so right. Like, hey did you hear what's going on in michigan you can't buy seeds anymore it's not just there vermont also yeah uh, and they're blocking them off and like the garden you can't even go in the garden center now like what It is Free Talk Live. You dial toll-free to join us here. The number 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. We have the Discord call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. Divi, the next generation wallet is coming from Divi. And it's just in just a few taps, you'll be able to spend, earn, store, and exchange digital money in seconds. Divi says you'll be able to send money around the globe in only a swipe and instantly exchange between Divi and Bitcoin and government currencies all right in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account. There's no need to wait, though, as Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with their multi-tiered master nodes, allowing anyone to earn by supporting the Divi network. This is a a way that people are using to earn money uh, with, with Divi. When the new Divi wallet launches because of Divi's relationship with Western Union, Divi will be in 200 countries, including the United States. You can learn more at DiviProject.org. That's D-I-V-I, Divi, D-I-V-I, Project.org. 
All right, we continue here. Tim is uh, still on with us in St. Jove, Michigan. You're back on Free Talk Live, Tim. Hey, so the other thing I was going to mention, um, and it, it's kind of hard to find the information on it, but um, the other thing Whitmer went into act today, and I don't know how she's going to enact this, was um, banning travel between homes. So if you've got a home and a vacation home, ah. she's banning travel. How is she going to actually enforce that? It's just short of martial law. I don't think because that enforcement on these rules is particularly important. I think that for these uh, these political types, these uh, these parasites, that flexing their muscles is what's important. Yeah. Right. Is just to show, yeah. look at, I can do anything. This is, you know, and... Well, so, most people will do what they're told, too. So there's very little enforcement that has to be done. But it's basically an advisory in that sense. Right. No, because well, they can't enforce it. I mean, this How do they guy, enforce it? Through threatening and arresting, ultimately. Just don't tell them. (laughs) Don't tell them what? I'm going going from my house to my... uh, This is a good question mark, and it was a uh, question I was asking early. It was a question I was asking early on in all this, is what happens if you get pulled over by a cop? They're like, where are you going? Well, officer, I don't answer questions. Right. What are they going to get you on if you're not going to answer their questions about what you're going to do? Can they just go ahead and preemptively arrest under these governor's orders for not answering them? I don't think so. I mean, they have that hasn't been made as a governor's order um, at this point that we can arrest people preemptively. So the question that I would ask is, do you have reasonable, articulable suspicion that I am not essential and that I am not on an essential task? That's been my question since day one. Like I said, I, I'm on the road every single day working. I have a letter that I carry with me. But, you know, unless they're going to invoke martial law, which, you know, as stupid as these governors are getting, can I see that happening potentially? Yep. Um, I don't know. You know, it, it's how much more ridiculous is things going to get before oh. we just, as a nation, stand up and go, Forget it. We're well, I, done. I, I, think, I think it's going to get much dumber. Uh, you know, we, we've seen things progress the way they have. We've seen very little resistance to all of these mandates, right? People just, it, it, as Ian pointed out, they just go ahead and listen to the politician. If a politician speaks, they think it's law, which it yep. isn't, right? And so I think things are going to get much dumber. Well, and I'm starting to think that your description there, I, I took issue with it previously, Captain, uh, that this is, you know, tyranny. It's not dumb. Uh, but it's actually the responses are getting pretty dumb. Like the way people are handling this, the gullibility of people, yeah. and just just taking whatever it is they're told. There are some, like I was saying, there are some bright spots. We have these people who are gathering tomorrow for Easter services, despite what the government threats have been. Uh, there's apparently actually a story from our very own New Hampshire out of Loudoun, New Hampshire, which is where the, I guess, the NASCAR racetrack is. That's what it's known for. Anyway, there's a woman there, Alicia Kingsbury, who has been threatened by the police chief. So the chief caught wind that Miss Kingsbury was planning on having uh, some sort of a like an Easter related event. I don't know if it was going to be like an egg hunt or, or whatever, but uh, in this, I've got the graphic, a scan of the or a photograph of the threat from the, the police officer. He says, public safety officers of the town of Loudoun have explained to you directly this week that scheduling gatherings of 10 or more people constitute a violation of emergency order number 16. This came after you pr- uh, promoted, encouraged, and scheduled an Easter egg hunt on town property without permission or permits, and you refused to cease the event when asked. The it horror. Has, it has now come to my attention that you actively scheduled another gathering of 10 or more people, namely a campfire on your property. 
property for 30 or more people. Any such gathering would violate emergency order 16 again and threaten the public safety of residents of the town of Loudoun during this public health crisis. Now, part of this, a large part of all of what we're dealing with is... A problem that was completely foreseeable, has been talked about by libertarians for decades, and the public has largely and roundly ignored. Ladies and gentlemen, public property is not public. No. Public property is government property that yes. you let them have and you choose to pay for. All right? And here we have evidence. Because what they'll tell you, they'll tell you this up and yeah, down. He's public- also going after her for a, a private I know, I know, campfire. I know. Um, but public property, like they have some standing for this. It's their property. And they don't have to let you do stuff on their property. Yep. Um, the other one is a, is a problem from a standpoint of uh, liberty. But this one's a stand, you know, like, ladies and gentlemen, if you keep on giving stuff to this rapacious, uh, tyrannical organization and st- expect different results. It's your stupid, not them. Tim, well, any other thoughts? Go ahead. The last thing I'm going to end with, and I know a lot of people can uh, sympathize with me. I've got a six-year-old at home. I've got a two-year-old at home. My six-year-old's a kindergartner. With at least Michigan, I don't know about the other states, but they shut the schools down for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. As a parent, it is our biggest fear of how are they going to handle the rest of the schooling and how are they going to handle moving these kids on in grade? Because early on, Michigan stated that online learning did not count towards credit. Mm. Well, that's going to change. How mm. are they going to cover all that? I don't know, but if I were a parent in this situation with kids in a government school, I would already be looking at homeschooling. This is a perfect opportunity. That's what they're doing. It's <laughs> a perfect opportunity to get serious about that and never send your kids back to a government school Here's ever again. Here's another point to be had is is that yep. what we get to see about government schools right now is that, in fact, they are middle class, welfare, babysitting, day prisons. They are. Because – like, you know, you're educating your kid at home right now. If kids can be educated at home, then what have we been sending them to these places for? I've, and here's the that's reason. That's the way it's always it's been. It's to babysit you so one of your, yeah. so both of the parents can go, right. um, go Work off to school. and pay taxes. I've, I've long said that since the, Thanks, Tim, by the, the way, dawn of it. the internet, everything that you could possibly learn in K-12 through is available on the internet for free. So therefore, public school is irrelevant. Right. Well, t- MIT has their whole curriculum online. Anything that you can learn yep. from the very best universities in the world is available for you if you want to learn it. And that means that uh, di- high school diplomas and college sheepskins and all these other things are just systems of how much can you tolerate the institutionalizations of the past. We continue here. Uh, Dottie, or excuse me, Dotsie is on the line listening to, uh, uh, let's see, you're in New Orleans. WGSO. WGSO, go ahead. I love you all and I hate you. That's why I'm always coming back. (laughs) We love you. I love you and I hate you. Oh, my God, what a night, huh? And and I am depressed. Last week I hit bottom on how not just in social media, but uh, my personal friends are, oh, I don't want to believe that. (laughs) Now I fully understand why the Jews got on the train. It's like, what? Mm. I just don't understand it. Okay, so uh, I, I got really pissed at you because you said it's a way to get rid of older people. Okay, no, there is, it's a way to get rid of the older person they want to get rid of is Trump. Okay, but I think that there's people are using generation. It for, people are using for a lot of different means, but right. um, they're you know. trying to divide generations so that a good old Bill Gates will get euthanasia, too, because you're tired of granny. 
But let me tell you, I actually got bird flu. I almost died in 2013. Mm. It wasn't even on my radar. I had to go to New York um, for filthy, dirty, I won't say the airline, but a very common airline. Their air filters were so horrible. I was, you know, like, okay, it's over. I come home five days later. I had 104 fever for eight freaking months. Brutal. Good Lord. And pain. The pain of of, of a high fever like that. I was offered Tamiflu. I knew it was dangerous. I was married to a psycho doctor. I knew it was dangerous. I said, no, no, no. I also know hospitals are about the filthiest place in the world. No, no, no. I was, and my friends were like, ooh, and a lot of my friends were like, they were going to force me to go. I said, you will kill me. Mm. And so what I did, I went online as when I could, because I was very weak. And I remembered during the herpes epidemic, there was some kind of crazy stuff that people took that helped their herpes. Well, herpes is a virus. I just begged, you know, please, God, let this be true. It's lysine. It's cheap. It's it's safe. I ordered it online. I started taking it madly. I also did take, I want you want to say, I did take vitamin C, chicken soup, arginine, and very high doses of liquid vitamins, okay? But that's all I did. And I did one important thing. When my lungs filled up, I did postural drainage. It's More coming up here in moments. Thank you, Dotsie. It's Free Talk Live. Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin cash local.bitcoin.com Free Talk Live This is Free Talk Live you can bring up whatever you want here as we launch into the third hour of this live Saturday edition of the program. Lots of people commenting on the coronavirus crackdown situation that continues to get worse, although there are a couple of state governors who have apparently said they're going to open up things in their states within the next week. Well, I think we need an exit plan. I mean, that's the that's the next step, right? We, can we don't need a plan. There isn't going to be one. You just let people be free, and that's, then they figure it all out themselves. That's your plan. I get it. And um, that's not a plan. Well, it's not a plan. It's no, a. It's, it's just you do things. You just let people be free, and then let the market figure it out. But that's what the government people are going to say. Mark is whoa, whoa. We, we can't just plan. let you. We whoa. We can't just let you people go back out there and go willy nilly doing whatever you want to do like you used to. We need a plan. You businesses that are that are closed, you need to be certified, be right. ready to open, and so you're going to need to pass some sort of government test, jump through some hoops, make sure you have your CDC get a requirements or whatever, blah, blah, blah. and then and then they'll give you, and then like you know, you'll probably be deemed essential at that point. And I really hate that term. I hate that the word essential has created a caste system yeah, in, in, in not only the United States but worldwide now, because I know people who are like, oh, I've been deemed essential. 
essential. Too bad for you. And other people are like, gosh, I wish I was essential, you know, and this kind of thing. And I really hate it because it's a divide that doesn't need to exist. Yeah. So there are uh, businesses that make their money cleaning. Serve Pro comes to mind. Molly Made mm-hmm. uh, is another one that comes to Our mind. Our former co-host, Johnny Ray. That's what he does. Um, well, yes, I'm talking about <laughs> national businesses. And I would think he actually that- has a franchise of uh, national business. OK, good. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's new to, news to me. Yeah, it's called Jan Pro. Oh, yep. Jan Pro is one. Yep. 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 So Jan Pro, um, you know, these sorts of things. They could right now that this is an opportunity. They could go to businesses and say, hey, we have a certification program that we have developed that will make your uh, business sanitized. Right. Whatever, right? It, yeah. it, you know, right now we're offering our COVID-19 certification, whatever, mm-hmm. and that basically every day you open up, you're going to be COVID-19 certified by Jan Pro. Right. And that would be a pretty good step of the market to step in here and, and add some comfort to people who are very, very scared. And I, I think, think those should. people should stay home. Uh, we continue here because the whole idea that you're going to somehow make everything so people. safe. Yeah, scared people should stay home. Uh, because the idea that the even whatever the efforts would be to put into making a place serve pro safe or whatever, sorry, as soon as you got human beings coming into a place, it's not going to be clean. It's not going to be dirty. They're well, they're I, dirty I think, people. I think the opportunity uh, arises right now in society to start being a little cleaner. Like that's I think that we all should be looking at that. How can we keep ourselves from getting these nasty diseases that the predatory apes carry around with them all? All of the time. Um, and look, I've been social distancing for a decade now. I'm really good at it. Um, I don't go out there and hang out with you people unless I have to. You people? I mean, you people, just like you. Uh, you know? <laughs> hey, we've um, hung out. And indeed we have. And it was a, it was a great time. But, you know, I, I think, yes, wash your hands. These are really good things. I think masks are a positive thing. I'm glad the government is pushing us towards masks, even in a tyrannical fashion. The hell's wrong with you? Because masks will thwart their uh, little plans with their facial recognition software into the future. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they're, they're, you know the, what, the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing here with the government. And if you can get enough people wearing masks where mask, where mask wearing is normal, and this is how it is in Hong Kong when I was there recently, you don't know what's wrong with anybody, but somebody wearing a mask is not a problem. Nobody's like, oh, my God, what's going on here? Yeah, when I was in Japan, it was not uncommon to see people wearing masks, but it still wasn't the majority of them It in wasn't any the way. majority there either, and I'm not claiming it should be the majority. I'm only claiming that it should be okay for you to wear a mask. Right now, if you wanted to wear something... It is something, okay. I mean, if anybody wants to wear a mask, go ahead. No, I don't think that was true a month ago. Like a month, uh, you know, uh, call it three months ago. Let's just forget mm-hmm. this whole corona thing. Uh, November of 2019, if okay. you were walking around with any kind of mask, it, uh, November might not be the best month. Uh, July of 2019, if you're walking around with any kind of mask, you're suspect of something strange going on. Mm. And I think that it's positive that we will be in a world where wearing a mask is not a bad thing. Well, I mean, uh, I guess that's maybe one way to look at it on the bright side, Mark. But for the most part, I think most of what they're doing is absolutely horrifying. It's antisocial. 
I, I can see your point about, you know, it should be acceptable for anybody to wear whatever the hell yeah, they want. Yeah, you shouldn't get made fun of regard, or you whatever. Know, and sure, there was probably some social, you know, stigma associated with wearing a mask in public to, you know, that, that kind of a thing. I can't agree, though, with being glad that the government is pushing people towards wearing masks. Look, yeah. these people that they're pushing towards wearing masks are largely statists. Hey, yeah. statists. This is what the state's like. And that's our job here on Free Talk Live is to remind you day in and day out. This is what the state's like. And we're reminding you, ladies and gentlemen, you will not have the freedoms well, the sad that thing you is- had before unless you stand up, unless you demand them. Yeah, it's not if there's happen. social pressure right now, if enough people walked out of their houses, yeah. opened up bars and went into those bars and began having a good time, the cops would throw their hands up and say, I don't know what do we're supposed to do. You're right, because yeah. for the most part, this it's is, true that this people- This is tyranny of- the, of, of their own making. Yeah, yes. people get the government that they deserve. And the sad thing is, even within the libertar- so-called libertarian movement, there's a schism over this, where people are as- afraid and they want to stay home and they, you know, stay wanna, home. You know, yeah. But the thing is, they're uh, they're social, uh, socially ostracizing people that don't. Yeah. So we continue here. Libertarians Al- are a holes, and they're always Alistair do stuff is like on that. the line listening to WNTK up in uh, the Upper Valley in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Alistair. Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, I'm calling because um, I just find it very odd that um, a lot of the apartment complexes and low-income housing units have these papers on tape to their doors and saying that no one's allowed to come in the house. They're not allowed to leave the house. If they receive any help from anybody, groceries, medicine, supplies, they are in terms of being evicted. And yes, huh. I know that the governor says, or the president said that people can't be evicted and leave, you know, and blah, blah, blah. But this paper that I had taken a picture of and I have it on my phone says that if you do not follow these, you are in right to be evicted from your apartment immediately. So basically, now, if you're on is, government welfare for, for your living space, you have to completely rely on government programs for all other things or else they'll evict you from the government living space? Correct. Okay. You're not allowed to... Correct. You're not allowed to have any contact with anybody to come over to your house, or you're not allowed to leave your house unless you're getting fresh air or going to like the mailbox today. But sounds, you're not even allowed to walk down the little sidewalk. Sounds like so slavery to me. It sounds like that's what they want for everybody, but they're getting away with it because, well, you've already agreed to all their terms and you're living in their well, place. Well, what so. gets me though? Well, this is what gets me though. Why is the only low-income housing units and apartment complexes? Why are people in houses? not restricted to this either i don't understand that well because they've already uh they've already signed up for the government tyranny they already said oh well it, it's it's not just low-income housing units it's also apartment complexes too it seems like anybody who is in a clustered climate of living hmm. is structured to these limits okay and i thought you were saying it was just the welfare housing. houses you're saying any oh, no, private no, yeah, apartment it, complex it, also has this yeah apartment complexes are now um landlords are now starting to um um, um, I'm sorry, push these on their attendance now. And like I said, it, there's probably like 40, 50 apartments and every single one of them have that taped to their door. And this is just a regular apartment. And how are you seeing this? Are you a delivery guy? No, I have uh, friends who live in the apartment complex. I, I just wanted to go over and visit. And they were scared to not even answer their door because wow. of neighbors calling on them. And they're afraid that they're going to lose their place to live and they have nowhere else to go. So right. these are friends of mine. I can't even visit scary. because they're so scared. 
Alistair, thanks for sharing that story with us. I really appreciate hearing from you. The toll-free number, if you want to join us, 855-450-FREE. And that's another aspect of this we haven't touched on tonight, is the snitching aspect of this. I think oh you had a God. story, Captain Kickass, about an app, like a snitch app. That yeah, in California, there's a... Riverside a, County? A Riverside Cal- County, California, they have an app that you can conveniently download to snitch on your neighbors... There's an app for that, who, apparently. ...who are having gatherings of you know 10 or more people or whatever it is. Sick stuff. Uh, Kentucky planning on recording license plates at upcoming church services and then apparently quarantining the car occupants. We'll tell you more about that if we get the chance. Of course, your calls come first. Toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. You can join us on the radio. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You dial toll-free to bring up what you want here. We'll get you on the air with us. Tonight in the studio, it's Ian. And some guy named the captain. And Mark. And, of course, you can take control of the airwaves. That is the point here on Free Talk Live. We are brought to you by Bitcoin.com. You got a little bit more time on your hands? You want to learn something new? Get on over to Bitcoin.com. If you're not yet into the world of cryptocurrency, it's a great place to go to learn the basics about Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash and cryptocurrency. Uh, They will help you understand this concept that's still relatively new. It's only about a decade old, uh, 11 years, I think, since Bitcoin came out back in 2009. And it's definitely not too late to learn about this stuff, especially now when the federal government's going into crazy money printer mode. And just, yeah, money printers going, they're printing out uh, two trillion and then going to throw another two trillion on top of that and then probably some more trillions on there. Uh, It's just going to get crazy. Hey, listeners. If the government can just print trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars at will, why do you pay taxes? That is an excellent question. And so start looking into Bitcoin now. Go to Bitcoin.com, and it's a great place to get started. Also, if you're not so new, if you are you know been into cryptocurrency, you want to get the latest news headlines and such, they've got that over there on their news site at news.bitcoin.com. So get over there and get your education on as we go to your calls and your thoughts. Let's talk to Martha. She's in Michigan, listening to WHTC in Holland. Good, Martha. Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, this is the first time that I've heard you guys talk. Um, I'm I, I'm just confused, I guess, as to what your stand is on um, the coronavirus itself. I mean, do you guys you guys believe it's real, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't see any reason to disbelieve that coronavirus exists. Coronavirus does exist. I believe it. And, and you believe um, that what's happening in the country as far as like people getting sick and like we have Detroit here in Michigan and, the you know, the, the hundreds and hundreds of people that are in the ICU and CCU wards, like you believe that, right? You believe that there are people in the hospitals, right? Let, let me ask you a question. If somebody yeah, yeah. had the flu, viral pneumonia, and corona uh-huh. all at the same time and died uh-huh. from them, which which one do you think they'd be counted as? Um, it would depend on the disease that exacerbated everything else. Um, my daughter is, um, she's an intensive care unit nurse at uh, McLaren Flint in Detroit. Um she talks to me every day when she gets off shift about what happened that day. Um, she had a lot of people in there, 
a lot of people do have comorbidities and have yeah, like almost all of them. Yeah, the ones that are dying. You mean? Yeah. So uh, let not me, all. L- let me just no, say no. That. I didn't say all of them because it's like yeah. I can say the corona isn't nearly as deadly as the, as we're being told, but still believe in corona, right? Okay. What I think is that from what she's telling me, though, from what I'm understanding, is that people do come in and have comorbidities. Okay. Like some come in and. And do you think any of them that have died? that have died with corona have been counted as something besides corona. They weren't added to the corona list. Because I would say that right now, if you fell out of a 10-story window and you had corona, you're probably going to be counted as corona death. Um, I don't think they're doing it that way. Well, I think I it's got. really close. And uh, what is it, 99% of the people that died in um, Italy had some like deadly pre-existing condition and it's not just italy the numbers from new york city back that up but i I just want to take a second and and address her initial question which is you know what is what is our individual position my position is this coronavirus exists it is real people get sick from it some people die from it however it is not at a level that justifies the government tyranny that is resulting i don't think there is a level that justifies the government tyranny that is resulting i don't care if it's 10 times as bad as it is so do you think that it's a good idea, though? And I, I'm asking, I'm not telling you you're right, you're wrong. You know, I sure. just, just where I'm standing. Do you think that then it's okay to take a chance and just say, okay, let's open back up the country? Absolutely. I think taking a chance is what life is all about. And if I you don't, don't think wanna, the country, then that's fine. No, no, I disagree with that statement because I don't think that the people who shut the country down ever had the right to do it. Correct. I think that as soon as somebody well, said this, that uh, real Americans, or at least Americans of 1776, would have said, come and take well, it. They would have said, come on in here and we'll put a bullet center a mass. Mm-hmm, that didn't happen. I'm 100% sure that's what they would have done. So then, okay, so what do you think about there would be, like, there was a funeral I heard about in Georgia. I don't remember the town, and it was a prominent person. A lot of people came, and within so many days afterwards, many, many people were quite ill. I'm sure that's the case. I mean, like, let's take that as the truth. Wash your hands, wear a mask. Maintain six feet of dif- distance and don't touch crap that other people touched. I'll do what I want. I went out last night. You can and do I, that. I shook people's hands uh, and did not have a mask. I on hope to never shake a hand again. Shared a pipe with some people, and you know what? I'm not going to change my life. No how, no way. Thanks very much. Nope, not shaking hands anymore. What about when? I mean, I, 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 I understand your. You know, I'm also from New Hampshire originally, mm-hmm. so I really understand i know i'm all about move for your die when i see my daughter being a very professional young woman a nurse and she's risking her life every single day yeah to go in there then my heart just aches for her and every nurse that's Doing this well, she was risking there. her life before coronavirus. It, exactly. There were my other point, coronaviruses yes. prior to this, and there were other viruses prior to this. And in a hospital, she's more likely to come across all kinds of nasty yeah, stuff. Don't forget the MRSA. So I don't know if that has really increased uh, the risk. I thank you, Martha, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. The thoughts. The toll free number here is eight fifty five four fifty free. Even in New Hampshire, though, it's like the live free or die state, unless there's some sort of a government mandated pandemic. Yeah, it's just, a, I mean, sadly, live free or die is just a slogan. It doesn't really actually 
mean a whole lot anymore. Doesn't seem to. Yeah, yeah. It, it is just a slogan. And, you know, I'm... I'm sorry about these like to some extent this is blown up and some extent it's real and the the parsing that out is something that people have to do for themselves Mm -hmm. and if you're concerned that this is you know a deadly pandemic that's going to potentially wipe out the globe or 20 percent or 10 percent or whatever your number is then you need to take and you think you're one of them or you're living in a house with one of them you need to take some strong precautions and like perhaps you should have been taking precautions before this ever happened, but nonetheless, now that now's the opportunity. Like I said, this isn't the global pandemic, ladies and gentlemen. This is the test for the global pandemic. This is the warning. Real quick, uh, from the Bloomberg article, the Rome-based institute has examined medical records of about eighteen percent of the country's coronavirus fatalities. This is Italy, finding that just three victims, or point eight percent of the total, had no previous pathology. And that's the point eight percent of the people who died. Who right. died? Right. Yeah. Almost half of the victims suffered from at least three prior illnesses, and about a fourth had either one or two previous conditions. More than 75% had high blood pressure, about 35% had diabetes, and a third suffered from heart disease. We got more on the way. Your calls and thoughts are welcome. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. That's 855-450-3733 because freedom means the ability to choose for yourself, even if you choose wrong. And the right to be dumb. Yeah, uh, that swings both ways. All right, we get more on the, on the way here. 855-450 free. You can bring up what you want on the radio with us on the live Saturday edition. This is Free Talk Live. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farms, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com Yeah, it's Free Talk Live. You bring up whatever you want here. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. want to say thank you to M. Yakubovich, who is a gold amplifier. M is uh, contributing 10 bucks a month to the AMP program, and the AMP program allows us to help advertise, market, and promote Free Talk Live. Thanks, M. Uh, that helps us get on more radio stations around the United States. And bring a new people to the ideas of freedom because, well, as one of our recent amplifiers uh, who actually re-amped it, I think, dropped away for a little bit because that's, you know, it happens. Life changes. Uh, he said he had come back because, and I don't have the exact words in front of me, but something to the effect of we're the only show out there who is, you know, questioning basically any of this stuff. And so he really appreciated that. I, so. And we are. I mean, he's not telling you a lie. It's. I have scoured the internet for other shows that you know question the official narratives, and there are other you know like independent podcasters, but nobody on syndicated radio for sure. No doubt about it. So let's go back to your phone calls and thoughts. Let's talk to Lumpy. He's on our Discord server. Lumpy, you're on Free Talk Live, calling us from the not so free state of Massachusetts, the police state of Slavachusetts. Yes. Welcome home, Mark. I know you've been back for. Days. Welcome home. Thanks, Lumpy. Uh, I actually called to disagree with you about something. So Please earlier, go right you, ahead. 
it, this will probably be the first time. Well, there were only there's like three times probably in history that I can ever like vaguely remember. But you said earlier that the founders did not consider a global pandemic. And uh, by the way, it's just pandemic. Don't be redundant. No need to <laughs> buy into their words. All right. Oh, I love you. Go ahead. Well, you know, right. those are just He's words right. that they use. Those are words that they use, those redundant words to yep. keep the less Drive educated controlled. Yeah, right. be fearful. Fear, fear, fear. Right. Global, yeah. Global pandemic, pandemic is a scarier term right. than pandemic. Yeah. Re- You're right. Regional pandemic would be an oxymoron. Right, right. I'm yeah, with you. Right. Even, yeah, right. Okay, so, go ahead. You know, and the disease, that's another one. You'll hear them spouting that word all the time. You know, the disease. It's not freaking disease, people. Anyway, well, it's a flu. It not, it doesn't... I had it. I'm certain I had it. I didn't go to the hospital. I'm certain I had every one of their symptoms. When what? When you did know? you have it? Um, late January, mid to late January. It's was terrible. It was awful. It was te- it was there, it was nasty. Was, it was the worst flu I ever had. But I got there, through it. There I, was certainly something that was going around at that time, and I've heard a lot of people yeah. say that they were ill at that time. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. possible that you got it. It's also possible that you were sim- simply yeah. sick with an influenza or a, right. a or B or you know any old other thing. We don't know. But it does yep, it possible. does go to right. show Absolutely. that there are. And you touched on this during the break, Mark. That there are a bunch of people out there who've probably had this thing, got sick, got better, and moved on, no, and no. they never got tested so they're not in the numbers eighty percent of the tests are 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 false positives anyway interesting they've that, that yeah that they've, they've been saying that all over the place yeah we don't you even know, but, we, we don't like the numbers that we've got are not numbers at all once you right. have a, a certain level of error it's it's you, there's nothing to even talk about at this point it's just like it's government propaganda so people got sick right. and died in the hospital you know like right. you know that's all we can say you know, the conspiracy theorists always say, follow the money. And you know what? A lot of times they're right. The, the police wouldn't be oppressing us if they weren't getting a paycheck for it. There's no crime going on. So they're going to have things like checkpoints everywhere. They're going to that's where they get their money. That's they're willing to do things that we're not. You know, we can't understand. Now, the founders, to get back to my point, they did understand this. They understood that. So they, they, it's not that they didn't plan for a global pandemic to be redundant and, and fearful words, right? It's not that they didn't plan for that. They understood that this bull would come up. And it is bull. It is a bunch of bull. I don't believe it for a minute that it's killed probably anybody. And, and you know, maybe it has. Maybe it's killed, like you said earlier, 27 people. Maybe. But again, those people, are, you know, you're, I'm called a murderer if I say that. You know, I'm sure there are people well, out there. Well, don't forget, there. more people, I think it was like two weeks ago, died in Tennessee uh, over a week from suicide than died from COVID-19. So of course, how about all the no people who are going to be driven to, right, they're out of their right. jobs. The government the, is killing people with this lockdown. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's just getting started. And the, and those numbers aren't going to be reported by anybody. We're not going to talk about those every single day. Right. We're not going to say. They won't talk about all know, the people the prison guards have murdered this this week, you know, uh, what have you, you know. Lumpy, uh, thanks for calling tonight, man. I appreciate hearing from you there on our Discord server. Let's talk to Eric. He's in Erie, Pennsylvania, uh, I think listening to WJET. Hello. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, hello. Remember in December 14th? In 2019, I predicted the economy would crash, crash like 1929, and there'd be a lot of restaurant workers out of work. No, well, no, I happened. don't remember that. Did you did you call the show and make that prediction? Yeah, yeah. Did cool, you man. tell us why it was going to happen, or you just made a prediction? I made a prediction it was going to happen. Hold I on. Knew it was going to happen. Did you say 2020? In 2020. Okay, so an yep. important aspect to predictions is giving a 
a time frame. Mm-hmm. If you don't give a, a time frame, your prediction is saying you did. I, I, I'm not claiming you didn't, sir. I'm just telling yeah. people about sort of. How generally. did you know? I mean, did you have a vision, or did like something tell you? How, what clued you in? Oh, I just I had a vision that it was going to happen. 2020. Who do you think gave you the vision? Uh, I just had these premonitions, you know. Hmm? Give us another example another- of a premonition that you've had. <laughs> Oh, that uh, they're going to uh, blame the coronavirus on, they're going to use cash. They're going to do away with cash because they're going to say we're going to get coronavirus from cash. They're going to go to a cashless society. ID 2020, use that and force us to have vaccinations. I don't think that's an unreasonable prediction. I don't know if I would call that a vision, but uh, that seems to be where well, they're you headed. you asked him for a pr- prediction on the fly, and he gave you yeah, something. Yeah, right, fair enough. I mean, Eric, <laughs> thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, hey, A-minus, pal. Good job. We go to Peter. He's <laughs> you, in California. You, I got you a little for not being able to say corona. Peter, you're on free. You might have been a little drunk. Uh, Peter, you're on <laughs> Free want, Talk Live. Hello. Hey, I want to comment on a ran into a business owner here locally who is uh, staying open, even though he's not supposed to. Really? He has a small antique business. Nice. And I spoke to him and I said, you know, what is your concern? Which was a stupid question, of course. And he said, look, who's going to pay my rent? This is a young guy who has all of his money into that business. He's got kids at home. And, you know, trusting the government to bail you out, unless your name is Exxon or, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, mobile, you don't stand a chance. So the guy's nervous. He's really worried. All the cities around us have been shut down. In the local city I'm in, they've really left businesses alone. But he's really nervous right now. He's not sure what he's going to do if they shut him down. Yeah, I can't even imagine that people are doing that much shopping at his place. That he's was prob- going to be like, my question. Effectively, he's shut down because you know people are just so scared. They have they they want badly to be told by their betters. Now you may leave your homes, serfs. So is he getting any customers in the door? Absolutely. Surprisingly enough, the city I'm in, we're in a ranching community, a large uh, cattle ranching community, and. It's pretty much, you know, you mind your own business, do what you need to do, and I'll do what I'm going to do. Uh, we have a whole different attitude here. Sounds great. Uh, there's a couple businesses that are staying open. The police aren't shutting them down, and but this guy's nervous because all yeah. the cities around us are getting shut down. And I asked him, I said, he doesn't know what he's going to do. He's got all his money in the business, and I support him for staying open. I do. I uh, Yeah, you called previously, Peter, I think, and told us about your um, little, this mystery town in California. And understandably, you don't yeah. want to... Uh, tout which one it is, yeah. but it sounds like a real oasis. You're a- not in uh, Riverside County, are you? <laughs> I'm not saying anything because uh, I'm not <laughs> I'm just, going to be responsible for the, these The only reason I ask down. is because that's no where that, that snitch app is available. Oh, yeah. That's bad news. Hey, oh, Peter, God. thanks for calling and sharing uh, the update with us. Sure. I wish that guy the best and, every, and to any other I business owner with the courage uh, to open their doors yeah. while being threatened uh, not only by the police, but by their snitch neighbors or potential snitch neighbors. I, I would love to see something like, you know, a restaurant uh, open up, you know, uh, maybe a family run thing where, you know, they arm themselves and they open up for business and they don't let cops in the door. Well, I, I don't think, oh man, you're talking about. I know that's asking for it. You stand off at this point. I think the better thing to do than something like that is just, you know, Five restaurants open up, mm-hmm. and then there's really nothing that can be done at that point. Right. Uh, ten restaurants. Sure there is. They went into a restaurant in uh, Cincinnati, and they boarded the place up. They arrested five of the uh, five of the people working there and boarded the place up. Oh, that's right. Well, that was one restaurant. That was one. And uh, you know, if enough people 
just decide they're not going to do this, then... That's what I'm getting at. Thank you. Yeah. I agree with you, but that takes some level of coordination. It takes some, like, well, like oh, well, if you open it's up, a I'll A little bit of up. community action. Society's yeah. a funny thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's a really odd thing. They can shut down everything by just saying, well, we think you should stay at the house. As long as people go along with it, you're right. Uh, the toll-free number, if you want to join us here in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live, which are coming up, is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. Talk live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for you. If you're already on hold, we're going to try to get you in here. No need to give the numbers out because the phones are loaded with you in the studio. It's Ian, the captain, and Mark. Don't forget to check out the captain on his website at lcaptainkickass.com. Thanks. Where you'll find uh, song parodies that maybe your mom won't like so much. <laughs> in fact, uh, there is one parody called Your Mother. It's uh, Journey, <laughs> Journey's Loving, Touching, Squeezing. But instead of another, we substitute your, your mother. mother. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Go check it out. Elcaptainkickass.com. Also, I don't know. Did you guys hear that Burning Man's canceled for this year? Burning Man? Burning Man. Oh, Burning well, Bernie Man. Oh, also is Burning canceled, Man is but... also canceled for this year and uh, probably forever. I heard that Burning Man was going to go virtual. Don't know how they're going to do that. Whatever that means. Yeah. Everybody's going to go to drugs at home. <laughs> so <laughs> another day. Just right. a big Zoom call or something. Uh, 420 on its way, baby. But it makes me wonder, is ForkFest going to be the last festival standing in uh, the United States? For summertime. It's starting to look pretty bad. Now, I don't think they've canceled the Porcupine Freedom Festival yet, and I hope they don't. Uh, but the uh, Fork Fest is a decentralized libertarian camping festival expected to happen June 29th until July 5th. And the only thing that can stop us is if the campground shuts down. Now, as of right, right now, there has not been an order from the His Excellency, the governor here in New Hampshire. For, by the way, for those that don't know, he actually is referred to that in the governor's orders. That's what it says at the top. It's well, so disgusting. Uh, yeah. Any one of the representatives and the 400 representatives in the, this tiny little state mm-hmm. and any of the senators are referred to as honorable, the honorable. Yeah. Yeah. But so, his excellency. And by the way, once you're uh, uh, you know, once you have become a representative, you are always the honorable. So if I was elected for two years as a representative and you only need thirty five hundred half of thirty five hundred people to vote for. For you to become mm-hmm. one um, in some cases less than that so 1700 people vote for you uh, to become one and they don't know who the heck they're voting for i am forever the honorable but anyway as i was saying even though uh there have been a myriad of orders coming from his office including one that shuts down hotels and airbnbs uh these places are shut down in new hampshire unless you are a so-called essential worker those are the only people who are allowed to go uh and be in hotels nope, no right to do any of that specifically there was an exemption carved out for campgrounds so he has not shut down campgrounds at this point well in a lot uh, of cases people live at campgrounds right like you're just basically right. telling them they can't go live at their summer house which they would do, I'm sure, if they wanted to. For for whatever reason, he hasn't. Uh, which means Forkfest is still on because Rogers Campground has not made any kind of announcements about shutting down. So make your plans June 29th until July 5th. Call up Rogers, uh, book your campsite or your RV site, and we will see you there because Free Talk Live will be broadcasting from the event. Let's go to the phones and to your calls and thoughts. First up, we got Zach. He's in Utah. Zach, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, first, I'd like to say thanks for uh, being on the air. Sure. Um, it's just so hard to find um, uh, people that buck the trend here, and so I, I appreciate that. You know, to start off. Sure. What were you calling about? Uh, so, first two things: one with uh, Michigan, 
I believe by law, you're when you're pulled over, uh, you are required to, I believe, give ID and then um, what what you're doing, where you're going. Yeah, by if law, you're pulled I over, believe, you have to give ID. Sure. Right. Wait, I, wait, I wait. Are you saying that? Hold on, just to clarify. Are you saying that mm-hmm. you have to uh, you have to talk to them under the current governor's yeah. orders or all well, the time? I mean, before this, even before this. No, I, I don't think so. That's not correct, from my understanding. No, I'm not an attorney. This isn't legal advice. Right. But it's my understanding you are under no obligation whatsoever to speak to a law enforcement officer. You are, as the driver, obligated to mm-hmm. hand over your identification. Uh, right. But that's as far right. as and, regist- and car, registration, car registration. But that's as far insur- as it goes. Insurance and things like you that. You should be able to stay silent throughout that thing. If you want, you could probably, per the Supreme Court, say I am invoking my right to remain silent, right. or say things back to the officer like I don't answer questions, right. and that is as far as you can. If go. I accidentally sneeze on my driver's license before I get it to the police officer, <laughs> is it assault? <laughs> Who knows? What was your second point, Zach? Uh, so, but the uh, second point was. Um, I've, this whole thing has really pushed me over the line about um, expatriating eventually because I, I know everywhere else is doing stuff too, but in between this plus you know the Patriot Act plus trying to ban encryption and plus all the other things that they're trying to push through uh, getting rid of habeas corpus, it just pushed me over the line towards um, you know looking into um, expatriation and where would you want to uh, go? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so I've actually. Um, have been to Colombia. Um, I was looking at Chile, but then that kind of went downhill. Mm-hmm. But either I'd say Colombia or Paraguay, um, as both seem very live and let live. Now they're not perfect; they you still have Spanish? a welfare state, whatnot. Um, that's something that I, I would need to work need on. To learn. Ha- Let me propose for a moment uh, the sure. Commonwealth of the Northern Mariana Islands. Now I, I have. I have you should look into Puerto this Rico. thoroughly, and here's one of the reasons. No, not Puerto Rico. That's different. Uh, well, okay. like there, there's a big difference between Puerto Rico and the Commonwealth of Northern Mariana Islands. Okay. Although there are some, uh, quite a few similarities, there's some big differences too. Um, and you know, check out cryptofrontier.org to get some questions uh, answered. But currently, there's a cryptocurrency project being set up in uh, Saipan, basically the Northern Mariana Islands. Um, you know, trying to to handle this stuff. But I think this is a really important fact. The only two ways to get yourself out of the clutches of the United States federal IRS is by, A, giving up your U.S. citizenship. Not repatriating, but giving up your U.S. citizenship. Because it's a the, process. The federal government claims you even when you are abroad. Um, or to move to a territory. So... While you would still be within the United States, you would not be under the IRS, which is probably the scariest organization to somebody who lives in the United States. Um, probably the U.S. military is the scariest organization to somebody who lives outside of the United mm. States. Zach, thanks for the call. I know, Mark, there's a lot more you could say, given that you spent basically the last two months in the Marianas. Uh, but we're going to have to talk about it another time because I want to get some other these uh, calls. Rapid but, fire. Yeah, check out uh, CryptoFrontier.org. Great place to get started on that. And we go to uh, David, listening to WKHM in Jackson, Michigan. Go ahead, David. Yeah, hey. I was going to say about this uh, Michigan stuff. I, th- I think our, our governor has little spies flying around in the air or something, you know, watching people. Mm-hmm. Just like the previous caller, a few callers back. We can't go to a second home now. A lot of people here, they have a cottage up north. They go up there in the summertime. Yep. Yeah. They must have spotted a lot of people heading up the highway and said, where are those people going? They're going up north. Aha! 
they're going up north to that other cabin. All right, that's it, my decree. Nobody can go to their second home. Yeah, well, they, she thing. really wants people to stay put and take her orders real seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing. Apparently, somebody was spotted planting a flower in their backyard. <gasps> the whole the man, decree came put down, down that flower. You're going to drop the stores, seed, ma'am. Yes, yes. The stores shall not sell potted flowers to the people anymore. God. Oh, and by the way, you cannot buy seeds either. You shall not plant your garden under my control. Right. You must be, so you ridiculous. must rely completely on us. You must rely on the <laughs> yeah. government to provide you with all your food. Don't you dare yeah. plant your own food and try to be uh, self-sustaining. Right. David, thank you for the call, man. I really appreciate you being patient there with us as Gardening's we go. Gardening great exercise. Uh, and get you outside, and, uh, and it helps you feed your family. So let's talk yeah. to Ruckus. He's on the line on our Discord server. Go ahead, Ruckus. Hey, guys. Ian, Mark, Captain. Hope everyone's doing well. Welcome, Yo. sir. Um, yeah, I just wanted to make a comment. Uh, there was that lady who called Martha, I believe. Um, yeah. and she said, actually, she was the first time she heard you guys. Um, so she was asking your stance about the numbers and the comorbidity stuff. Right? right. And I know you guys understand this. I just don't remember if you guys really talked about this, but it's so important. The fact that they, they changed that, that, that basically adds credence to their models because the numbers weren't, weren't fitting the models that they were trying to scare everybody with. So they had to make the numbers fit, you know? So by lying about this stuff, by creating this shady little backdoor for them to get more numbers gives them the excuse and their right. this is like their their power. This is how they're feeding all of this dictatorial LRN.fm. Basically, Corona is about a, a fourth of the flu. It's like, excuse me, four times as bad as the flu, but we don't know what the, um, well, what, what the comorbidity rates are. We know that the, that it is very unlikely that there are more Corona deaths than we're being told, but that it is very likely that if you're just talking about freestanding Corona deaths, just deaths of people who weren't going to die this year anyway, that those numbers are much lower and that Trump was right that this is basically a bad case of the flu. Yeah, but he he was saying that early on, but he's gone full on police status. Sure, on this. I mean politicians love power. Do you yeah. think that somehow this uh, egomaniac uh, billionaire that uh, took reality TV star that took control of the United States government is somehow going to ho 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 ho? Here's an opportunity. Oh yeah, and it's going to be a huge political football coming up over the next uh, sure six is. months as we uh, get closer to the election, which is going to be a whole other conversation about how do you have an election yeah. with people afraid about this whole coronavirus thing. The election is canceled. There was a there's an interesting story out of Wisconsin about that already that happened over the last week, and we didn't have a chance to talk about any of it tonight because you guys participated and really appreciate you being here. And by the way, Ruckus, don't say BS on the air. We had to drop your call because of that. We had to hit the dump button. That makes me makes me sad uh, when that happens. Got, got to remember, we're doing a broadcast radio show. We'll see you tomorrow. Ross Ulbricht is serving a double life sentence without parole for all nonviolent charges. He is a first-time offender, and no victims were named at trial. Ross is condemned to die in a cage because he made a website called Silk Road that allowed people to exchange what they chose using Bitcoin as long as no third party was harmed. Please help. Sign and share the petition at freeross.org to commute Ross's sentence and bring him home.